Hello, witches and wanderers. My name is Missa. And my name is Katie, and welcome to the Baby Witch Podcast. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Missa? Oh, you know, um, by the time this episode comes out, we will be in Mercury Retrograde, but right now it's the shadow before or... I think it was a Jessica Lanyato podcast the other day that called it the retro shade. And I'm very into mm-hmm. that. And I'm feeling it pretty heavy right now. <laughs> same, same. Although, I don't know, sometimes the shadow can hit you worse than the actual retrograde. I don't know. We're going to be optimistic. Maybe this is let's, one of those times. <laughs> well, let's hope so. We already had a little uh, communication hiccup tonight. If the I know that our sound quality is never perfect or even you know relatively good but if it sounds a little bit different tonight um katie is using a speakerphone right now versus the mic setup that we usually have so uh that's that's because why there's just a slight difference in the sound quality today again it's never perfect (laughs) yep and i apologize and i hadn't connected it to mercury retrograde but i that's very good possibility right now so oh i mean that call center life as soon as that retrograde or, you know, retro shade period hits, I'm usually feeling it pretty good. Oh, no. And like, for my job, we import stuff in from China. And so the coronavirus, like, everything shut down. We're not going to be shipping anything from China until like mid-March because the government won't let anything ship out. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. But to anyone listening, remember... The coronavirus is like basically just the flu. No, not even the flu, the common cold. Um, The flu has killed way more people. Please get Mm -hmm. your flu shot. Yes, get your flu shot. Vaccines are real. Vaccines are good. They're not going to kill you. They're going to give you autism. We believe in magic and science on this podcast. Yes, we believe that lavender might relax you and mint calms down a sore throat, but also... Go to the doctor if you need antibiotics, please. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Uh, Why not both? It's one of my favorite gifts to use from, uh, what is that, the road to El Dorado or something like that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I think that was both is good. I think why not both is from an old taco commercial. Uh, Sure, sure. But yeah, both is good. Both, both, Mm -hmm. both is good. Yes, both is good. Yes. (laughs) All right. Are we ready? Oh, I, I guess I could ask how how are you doing, Katie? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I got I did uh I we just got done with in bulk, which I'm pretty happy about because it's getting lighter out. I can drive home at the end of the day and I'm not driving home in the dark. Um at the same time though, like this starts the really snowy part of the year for Colorado, so it's like snowed for the past week, which has been interesting and enjoyable kind of enjoyable in that it's pretty not enjoyable in that I have to drive in it um and uh yeah for in bulk I got um a gigantic tattoo yes you did yeah which is cool because it's like I feel like getting a tattoo is a form of meditation because you're dealing with the pain and you have to stay very still um, so I don't know. It was an interesting, Im- it, it was just a coincidence because my tattoo artist had an opening on the first and that was literally the earliest day that I could get this done. But, uh, she, um, like it was just an interesting ex- in bulk experiment. Cause I've, I don't know, 
sometimes for in bulk because it is the kind of barren time of the year it's like i've heard of people doing fasts on in bulk so it's kind of interesting to experiment with different ways of celebrating that or acknowledging that so yeah yeah definitely i made blood orange mimosas and baked goat's brie with local honey on top it was delightful (laughs) nice your in bulk sounds infinitely more delightful and pleasurable than mine Yes, but now you have a beautiful piece of art on your body. I know. I'm pretty stoked about it. I still have to go back and get two more hours worth of stuff done, but I got the bulk of it done. I got 75% of it done. So, yay. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of beautiful things on your body, um, today we are going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, and that is glamour magic. You can't see it, but I just did jazz hands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's appropriate. Everybody should be doing jazz hands. I'm doing jazz hands. So (laughs) wonderful. Yep. Um, Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the history of glamour magic and what that really means. So the word glamour is really interesting because it refers to, you know, fashion and looking gorgeous and amazing. Um, But if you have looked into fairy lore or any fantasy, um, you'll notice that the word glamour also refers to an illusion that is magical or that a fairy puts on themselves to make them look, look different. And it's really interesting um, from a magical perspective that like, you know, you use fashion to make yourself look however you want. Like you can make yourself look you know, richer than you are, or you can make your, you can use makeup to completely change the way your face looks with contouring and stuff like that. Um, So it's like you're using magic to make yourself look the way that you want to look. Yeah. So uh, um, you, you'll hear glamour used a lot on like witchy TV shows. Charmed always talked about glamours and that's when they turn their faces into something else. Um, uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina uses it the same way. Um, I, again, it's it's kind of all over the place, but a glamour can also mean, um, again, just making someone see something a different way. And so um, mm-hmm. glamour magic kind of encompasses a lot. Um, we're not going to get like too heavy into it tonight, but we will be talking about different areas of glamour magic because it does incorporate Um, like beauty magic and fashion magic and things like that. So there's a lot Mm -hmm. in there, you know, uh, under the umbrella of glamour magic. But it goes back to the idea of, you know, women, you know, glamour and glamorous things have been really trivialized throughout the history. So like things like fashion and makeup and stuff like that. And even to the point where in second wave feminism, they tried to be like, no, don't wear lipstick, don't do this because it's, you know, an oppressive Thing that the patriarchy has just put on you but the reality is that for most of human history women haven't had a whole lot of control over their lives aside from how they look so that's why you know women tend to gravitate gravitate more towards fashion and doing getting their hair done and stuff like that because you know you can't you might not be able to control your life circumstances but you can make yourself look pretty or you can make yourself look however you want to look um And that's why, you know, glamour has been really trivialized and, but, you know, 
you should be able to do whatever you want. You should be able to look however you want. And the beauty of glamour is that you are able to do that. And I think it has a lot of power um, because of its ability to mold yourself and make yourself look however you want to look. Yeah, that's great. Uh, it definitely gives you the the power and control over yourself that you may be lacking um, mm-hmm. in other areas of your life. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also feminism is for everyone. And so any woman can do whatever the hell she wants to do. So if you don't want to wear makeup, don't wear makeup. If you do want to wear makeup, do wear makeup. And that is my soapbox for the night. Anyway. And also for men too. Men, yeah, you can wear men. makeup. You don't even have to be a femme. You can be yeah. some great big, uh, I want to use the term bear, um, but like straight. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and wear makeup, make your eyebrows. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking of one of our friends in, spe- in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not yeah. going to name drop him, but I mean, he's always has like fancy glitter nails and like glitter all over, but he's like very straight. He's poly. He's got two girlfriends. Like I'm, I hate the word straight. Um, it, he's in heterosexual relationships. Um, but again, men can play with glamour magic too, or, or fashion and mm-hmm. beauty too, without having to be femme. Um, it, it's for everyone. Yes, exactly. And also yeah. Fem, fem men are great. Feminine. Okay fem. Yes. <laughs> yeah. fem, femininity is really discouraged. And like a lot of people just see feminine femininity as very soft and weak, but there's a lot of strength in femininity and like being a femme, like, Women who look very feminine and soft get also get trivialized and, you know, you just assume that that's a silly little airhead or whatever. But, you know, you can be soft and be incredibly strong as uh, I don't know if it was Kanye or Rihanna, but don't mistake my kindness for weakness. But, yeah. Oh, yes. Um, I mean, I think of Elle Woods, um, mm-hmm. this like beautiful pink. I mean, she's one of my one of my icons. Um, my goal is to one day become Elle Woods. <laughs> if anyone wants to pay for law school, that would be great. Um, mm. But I mean, just like beautiful and and blonde hair and dress all in pink and smart as hell and powerful mm-hmm. as hell. So, mm-hmm. but also going back to, to the makeup, um, some of that makeup, some of the things that people may see and make you, may make them think that you're soft or weak. Those kinds of things are the ones that give me power. So my makeup, the things that make me look the most feminine, that's what I'm using um, to create my glamour magic. And that glamour isn't just to have people see me differently. It's also to have me feel differently. I don't do my makeup for other people. I do it for myself because I like who I'm seeing in the mirror because the woman that is the woman I'm always striving to be. Yes, exactly. And it's also something where like, you know, back when I was a fresh faced 20 year old, you know, I didn't really need a whole lot of makeup. But now, you know, I'm 30 and I have bags under my eyes. And, you know, sometimes I need to put a little under eye concealer on my face to give myself a little self confidence. Um, But yeah, that's just life. That's just getting older. And also like, I'm incredibly blonde, which means that my eyebrows and my eyelashes are blonde and I look really weird and like I don't have any, you know, eyebrows or eyelashes if, unless I put mascara and do on and do my eyebrows. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in addition to my makeup and, you know, my, my soft pink aesthetic that I straight, you know, I, I tend toward, um, the colors that I wear, um, especially in makeup, like how I'm doing my eyeshadow, things like that, Mm -hmm. that is part of my glamour magic for the day. Um, Mm -hmm. and I actually got the idea from, um, Gabriella Hurstick's book and, I want to, so it's called Craft. The UK version is called Craft. The American version is called Inner Witch. Katie, I think it was the last episode or two episodes ago, the first tarot episode. Um, mm-hmm. You referred to it as How to Be a Modern Witch, which oh. is actually the Spanish title translated into English. Oh, Como I don't know. Montana. Yeah, I just, I was listening to it and I was like, that's not the name of it, like, but it is the name. And so I, I looked it up and it's, it might be another title too but this that's the the spanish title so it goes it's the book by many names yes it's the book it's gabriella herstick's first book she has another book coming out which i'm kind of like like i'm interested but i have too many books maybe if it gets really good reviews i'll go out of my way to get it that's like where i'm at with jessica lignato's book it came out in early january and i keep on being like nope i don't need it i have too many books i have too many many books i don't need it and i'm like buy that or die Uh yeah I don't think I'm at the level of astrology yet for her book um but the next book on my list is an astrology book um so maybe after that one but again I've got my list I feel bad that I'm not pre-ordering all these books um there's a couple I've got pre-ordered but I will get to them Uh I promise one day I did I did pre-order Paige Vanderbeek's book because she has been broke like the entire time I've been listening to her podcast and I want to give her my money. But yes, same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, we got a little off topic. Do we want to give like sorry, a general sorry. definition of what glamor magic was? Cause we're like kind of going into it, but so, I mean, we, we talked about it at the beginning, but yeah, if you want to go into more detail. Yeah. So like, it's kind of just, um, it could be a million different things, but it's incorporating magic into, you know, your beauty routine or how you dress or how you put on makeup. Um, and like, it could be like it to imbue herself with power every morning. And it's actually a really easy, magical witchcraft, or that's redundant. It's a really easy practice in order to put witchcraft into your daily routine because like you know you're going to do your makeup every morning you know you could um Gabriella Herstic has this really good routine in her book um where she talks about like putting on makeup as part of a glamour routine and she's like you know you put on um mascara and you say may my eyes see the truth and you put on lipstick and you say may my lips um speak the truth or may I smile all day or so it's a way to like work magic into your daily routine and try to um, create a sense of magic or imbue yourself with a certain energy. Yes, absolutely. And that's, again, glamour magic is probably the magic that I practice most often. Um, I don't have a fixed altar and we'll get more into that in the next episode, but I do have a fixed makeup station and that gets used daily. Um, And so I, and I do, I, if today I, have like an important meeting um and I need to do like a bold eyeshadow or a red lip um to give me the power or again the red lip for the confidence or if I'm gonna have more of a relaxed day I might choose you know neutral colors 
for, for Mm -hmm. inner peace. Mm -hmm. And then I also have, and I was going to talk more about this later on in the episode, but I'll just jump right into it. Um, There are certain products that there's, there's more and more witchy products out every day. Witchcraft is very in vogue right now. Um, So Pacifica brand makeup, I don't really know that they're actually witchy themselves, but they have a lot of witchy named things and, you know, that's my jam. So whether or not it's actually a magical product, it's magical when I use it. Um, so one of the yeah. products that I really like to use and I'm actually wearing today because I did need a little more relaxation and kind of protection. They have a, um, it's tiger's eye. It's not infused with tiger's eye or anything, but the product, um, the packaging has pictures of tiger's eye crystals on it and it's hemp infused eyeshadow. And so they're Um, like neutral colors, you know, tiger's eye kind of colors. Uh, So that's what I chose to wear today. Um, And so that's, again, something I'll, certain products like that, or I've got the the Mercury Retrograde palette, um, which I did not buy for myself, y'all. I'm not spending that kind of money on makeup. It was a gift uh, from a friend because I was going through a tough time. She thought it might make me happy. Um, But you bet I use that glitter for all kinds of magical purposes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And like certain products do help. Um, for example, I was using a rose infused face lotion for a long time. And so for a while I was like, you know, I'm going to imbue myself with self-love. I'm going to imbue myself with the energy of roses and Venus and all that entails. Um, so yeah, it's really just whatever resonates with you and whatever you want to connect with. I mean, you could also just have a random rose face cream and be perfectly happy with that. But for me, it was like, oh, yes, I'm imbuing myself with the energy of love and um, softness and kindness every you know morning and night when I put that on. Yeah. And um, to your point, Katie, it doesn't always need to be makeup. I mean, I use makeup. I wear makeup most days. Um but it can also be some, you know, a lotion or a cream or a serum. That's Pacifica also has serums that I use a lot. And um, that's their other product. They've got one that's a future youth crystal ball serum. And it is, it has a, like a little roller ball on the end and it's an amethyst roller ball. Um, and then I will use the, that serum to draw um, like sigils or designs on my face um, especially if I'm in, invoking like a deity or something to protect me or guide me through the day on Mondays, like I'll do a little moon symbol on Sundays, a little sun symbol, things like that. Um, and so I'll do that with the serum again, as part of my, my daily ritual. So when I say that's why I practice glamour magic so much is because I'm doing it when I, even on days I'm not wearing makeup. Yep. Yeah. And that also brings a good point where you can work correspondences into how you dress. So um, each day of the week corresponds to a different planet and you can work with that energy. Like say it's Monday, moon day, you could work with the energy of the moon and like wear like gray or silver or white. Um, You can, you know, Tuesday is Mars. You can dress in red and black. Um, there are certain correspondences you can definitely do when dressing for certain days, or, you know, you could dress with the seasons. Um, if it's, you know, Astara, you can dress in, you know, spring pastel colors or any of the colors that, that correspond to that holiday. Um, 
you can also do stuff like draw a tarot card and use that those influences to get dressed that day. But yeah, I think Gabriella Herstic even did a series um, before she got really famous. So you have to go digging through her Instagram profile. But she did a series of dressing for based on tarot cards. So, um, or you could even dress like, say you want to, you know, have a... Uh, amethyst energy in the way in the way you dress a certain day maybe you just wear all you know amethyst toned clothes or yeah or even if you work with the chakras same kind of thing so if you Mm -hmm. um need balancing in like your solar plexus that might be the day that you wear lots of yellow um so so color magic is really a big part of again we said glamour magic uh, encompasses a lot color magic sympathetic magic that kind of thing is um, Mm -hmm. a really big part of it as well Okay. I love that practice of drawing a tarot card and matching your makeup to it. Um, Mm -hmm. If I had more time in the mornings, I would absolutely do that, but I barely make it to work five minutes late as it is. Um, But yeah, that's, if you have time in the morning, that would be a wonderful practice. And especially um, to really help you encompass the, the energy of that tarot card for the day. I think it would be a, a beautiful practice. Yeah. And it can even like, I know there's just so much you can do with it. Um, if you want to say invoke a certain goddess, um, for example, I have a goddess who has been reaching out to me, I believe. And one of the things I realized is that there's this certain dress that has been in my wardrobe for forever. Um, and it's been the th- something that like I've been wanting to get away, give away, but like, I can't quite bring myself to do it because it's left. It's a, uh, dress left over from while I studied in Ireland and she is an Irish goddess. And it's like the last thing I bought while I was studying abroad in Ireland that I still have. And then I realized that like it's a dress covered in red roses and one of her symbols is red roses. And in addition to a few other things she's been doing, I've been like, oh, so I see you have my, okay, you have my attention now. What do you want to talk to me about? Yeah. And that, that wearing that dress um, I don't know if it still fits you. Nothing I wore in college still fits me, but you have, you are better at going to the gym um, and you have great genetics. Um, mm. But that might be something, you know, if you do want to start working with that deity to put on that dress and, mm. you know, maybe that's, that's when you start working with her. Maybe that's when you do your, however you personally, I don't actually know your practice is how you have, how you connect with deities, but that would be a good um, practice, you know, sit down and maybe meditate on that. Um, mm-hmm. And that goes for anything. If I have, I mean, like, they're not ceremonial robes. They're, I hate using the word kimono because they are not kimonos. Kimonos are very specific. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a fancy robe. How about that? Yes, basically a fancy robe. And so I have one with um, the sun and moon all over it that I wear on Sabbaths. I've got one with just the moon phases all over it that I wear on full moons and new moons. And so, and I even have one that's rainbow that I wear to pride just as a way to connect with that energy. Um, so that the ceremonial robes or ceremonial garments that you might wear for rituals are also a form of glamor magic. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think there is something to be said for that because I think a large part of spell work is getting yourself into the mindset that you need to be in and also creating the correct energy for the spell work. And what you wear during that um, 
really sets a tone for it. And in my experience, you know, if you're just sitting around wearing sweats or the leggings you worked out in or whatever, it's not going to have the same emphasis and uh, energy or significance as if, you know, you, you know, take a shower and then dress very specifically or put it on a certain perfume or essential oil. Um, And then, you know, it kind of makes you set your intentions and be cognizant of what you're doing rather than just being like, oh, I have five minutes. I'm going to go throw this together. Um, But it's okay. You mentioned like taking a shower and that's another big part of glamour magic. So we talked about um, putting makeup on um, and how it doesn't always have to be makeup. It can be lotion, serums, whatever. You could even um, draw sigils or symbols in your mirror, um, you know, over your face, just with your finger. But I also want to talk about taking makeup off and and mm. kind of de-glamorizing yourself as far as like fashion glamour, but as a as a form of glamour magic. So again, certain products you might use. So um, maybe like a witch hazel, like a, they have that rose based or like a rose water witch hazel, something like that. Mm. Um, or I was listening today and I don't think I finished the episode yet. Um there was an episode of Witch Wave podcast with Chelsea Selby from Baby Witch Soaps. Um, so the products that you're using or how you're taking off your makeup or taking a hot bath, um, that's a form of glamour magic as well. If you're bathing with rose petals or uh, herbs, mm-hmm. bath bombs, things like that, also a great way to do inner work Um, Mm -hmm. using products on the outside so that's one thing um, Mm -hmm. you'll hear in witchcraft is as above so below as without so within Mm -hmm. Um, so that's something I like to do when I take off my makeup I'll do some kind of little mantra like um, again like cleanse my spirit as I cleanse the skin as without so within something like that it's not always just like that Mm -hmm. but some kind of of mantra or something when you're or you know taking off your makeup or just doing a little self-care routine. I -hmm. love face masks. I don't do them a lot just because they are hard to get off. And I like, I always run out of clean washcloths. But like doing like a face mask or again, I'm going to go back to Pacifica because I love some, they have a lot of products that I love. Some of them I'm hoping that they'll do better with, but they have an under eye mask um, or like under eye I, I don't even know what they what you would call them. Like the little sheet slime things. Yeah. Yeah. So like they have under eye patches and they have one that are crystal shaped and then they have, but there's three of them. So there's for under each eye and then one for your third eye. And I love that. And I love doing like using that one. I don't do it a lot because they're single use products and I'm trying to cut down on my single use plastic. Mm-hmm. I reached out to them on Twitter and asked if they could, um, maybe make them not single use and they liked the tweet. So fingers crossed everybody, let's manifest this, that they're going to come out with bigger packs of these. Yeah. But you know, that's another self-care ritual. So using, putting things on your skin to Mm -hmm. affect your, your spiritual self. Yes. And also like, um, they're stone rollers. I think they've been really, they're traditionally found in Korean or Japanese skincare. Um, but 
they're they become really popular in the U.S. And you know those are if you like crystals, they're made of crystals because they're made of jade. There's also rose quartz is really common. Um, I have an amethyst one just because I did some research and based on the three most popular stones, the jade, the amethyst and the rose quartz amethysts properties actually are best for your skin. Um, but yeah, so that's another form of working magic into your skincare routine. Sidebar, I, during my research, I found that it actually like selenite is the best stone for skincare, but there are no selenite rollers. So if someone would please invest in that, I would be very appreciative. I mean, you can get selenite wands that are smoothed on the outside. Don't rub raw selenite on your skin. Oh my gosh. Selenite is very soft. So I'm just like imagining that would tear up your skin. But um, I have a selenite wand actually that again, I'm going to be talking about in the next episode, but that would be good for rolling on your face too. If you can find a smooth selenite wand, I think mine is from um, Tamed Wild, which I got Mm -hmm. in a subscription package I don't subscribe to them anymore but when I was subscribing to them so they might have them still in stock or again any metaphysical shop um if they don't have them you can ask if they know where to get one or or find one online Mm -hmm. yep and uh yeah so there's a lot of ways you can work into it like um putting eye cream on your eyes or on your eyes on your under eye or you know self-care can be a very powerful ritual my um ritual that I usually do to honor my menstrual cycle is really just a self-care ritual where, you know, you take a ritual bath and then you, you put lotion on and you say mirror affirmations and light a candle. And it's just very relaxing and pleasant. And it's kind of just an excuse to take care of yourself. Um, but yeah, that go that puts me on another tangent where ritual baths are just a really useful form of spell work where, you know, you can mix certain herbs into the water or certain essential oils um, and use those to, you know, either put a protective energy there or a renewing energy. Um, You can, and then you bathe in those herbs and that water and it imbues yourself with the energy that you need. Um, You can also put salt in your bath or Epsom salts if you don't want to do like sea salt. Um, and that's a good cleansing bath to kind of get rid of all of the negative energy you're carrying around. Um, and you can also do ritual showers or I've heard of, and this, the context that I've heard these happen in is mostly in um, hoodoo practices or root working practices. So this might not necessarily be the best thing to do, but you can also um, like create a infusion with herbs and in like a big um, basin and then pour it over yourself and then let yourself air dry. Um, and that's another way of kind of doing glamour magic or using bathing as a way to imbue yourself with magic. So there's just a lot that you can do in terms of self-care and also, you know, working magic into your self-care. Yeah. Well, and again, back to um, the Witch Wave episode that I was just listening to do with Chelsea Selby from uh, Witch Baby Soaps, which I went, we were going to call the podcast Witch Baby Podcast. And then we were like, no, Witch Baby Soaps is already a thing. And mm-hmm. we don't want people to think that we're trying to rip, like, take yeah, that name so- or that we're trying to associate ourselves with that. So that's why we were Baby Witch Podcast. Um, yep. Which baby is a great name. So great job, Chelsea, for, for snagging that years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, but she was talking about ritual showers and actually carving sigils into your like bar of soap. Hmm, or putting crystals idea. in your shampoo. And again, glamour magic is something that you can do daily that doesn't necessarily take, it is in of itself its own ritual, but it's a practical mm-hmm. ritual. And that's one of the reasons that it's magic that I practice a lot. Again, I don't have a fixed altar. So anytime I do need to sit down and practice magic, I need to set up all my stuff. And so it can take twice as long to get anything done. And so it's just, it's, I don't practice magic as much as I should. I had a space almost completely cleared out. It's now completely full of stuff again. So one of these days I'll get the altar set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, sorry, I got derailed. Cause I was like, yeah, I want to help you make an altar. Cause I like altar building. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that in the next episode. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just so much you could do and it's practical magic. Like you said, haha, practical magic. Anyway. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. That book but really, like, if you've ever read the book, it actually is about practical magic. So magic that is practical. That's the, that's the type of magic that they practice in the book. And oh, it's such a good book. Everyone should read it. Mm-hmm. The movie is one of my all time favorites. Um, and then rules of magic, the prequel is coming out with an HBO series and I'm so excited, everybody. Anyway, yeah. back to glamour. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but that it's like that's why glamour magic is I feel so useful and is a good tool for beginner witches because it's a really easy way to infuse your everyday with magic and to help you create the routines that are a foundation of a good magic practice. Yes. Um and also again just when I do it it helps me go through my day. Um mm-hmm. so I think of some people use witchcraft as religion. Not everyone does. But if you think of people who maybe need to say a prayer or wear certain religious items in order to Mm -hmm. go about their day to feel like they've been blessed by their God, I use glamour magic in a similar way that I need, I, you know, ask for that blessing before I leave my house. Um, Mm -hmm just so I, I know that I can have a good day with good intentions. Um, so one of the other things that I would still categorize under glamour magic, I don't know that everyone would, I don't know that other people would necessarily um, categorize self-love magic with glamour magic, but mm-hmm. it, it, and to me, it's still kind of under the same umbrella, but I also wanted to talk about jewelry and talismans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I think I talked about at the beginning. I really don't remember if it was just a conversation before the podcast or if I actually mentioned it. Um, but I have a a Mercury dime necklace coming in time for Mercury retrograde. Um, so those kinds of things or the crystals that we wear, like we said, putting crystals in your mm-hmm. shampoo, but you can wear crystals, crystal jewelry. Um, mm-hmm. Those kinds of things also have a lot of energy and a lot of power uh, mm-hmm. and can really be used in conjunction with, you know, makeup and, and fashion, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And in all honesty, that's like my main thing that I use for glamour magic. And in all honesty, it kind of just started because I was learning about crystals and I, cause I am a fucking hippie. I realized that I had a ton of jewelry with turquoise and quartz and like, 
I had all this jewelry that was already crystal jewelry. And so I just started, I started incorporating it more mindfully. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's just such an easy way because I, you know, I have a ton of rings and like right now um, I'm trying to work with my heart chakra, but I'm also like, I don't know about you, but I still am feeling the Saturn return thing. So I'm still wearing my sapphire ring. So I'm like, wearing my jade ring to help connect to my heart chakra and I'm wearing my sapphire ring. And then depending on what else I'm, you know, have a bunch of different rings. I have an aquamarine ring just cause aquamarine seems to really resonate with me and it helps me, you know, feel more calm and, um, you know, kind of uplifting and like, you can just, I really recommend using jewelry and it doesn't even have to be crystal jewelry. Like, um, you could be trying to capture a happier mood so you can, you know, put on, you know, happy face earrings or something. Um, but there's a lot that you can do with jewelry as far as trying to incorporate a sense of sense of glamour or a sense of magic into your everyday. Yes. And Katie really does have some of the most beautiful jewelry. Whenever I buy crystal jewelry, it's just like a hunk of raw crystal and it looks very witchy. Um, but Katie has just like, um, last time I went out to visit you, I had, you let me borrow a, um, I think it was a smoky quartz maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like this little square and it was so dainty, but it was so just like perfect. And I loved it. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to get more into that kind of jewelry like Katie has mm-hmm. um, rings too. But yes, um, one of the things, so our, our mutual best friend likes to give a Alex and Annie, Alex and Ani, I don't know how to pronounce it, bracelets. Um, so those are actually something that I wear every day kind of as talismans. I have a tree of life, um, the sun and the moon that we all, all three of us have. And then I have um, a Libra constellation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and those are also something I wear every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I was just basically going to piggyback on that. Yeah. And there, there's just a lot you can do. And going back to the jewelry thing, like, go on Etsy, support like small local businesses, because you can like, the first piece of crystal jewelry I bought after I got into crystals was this really gorgeous obsidian necklace that I still wear all the damn time that's like a teardrop obsidian just on a silver chain and it's super simple and it's super beautiful and I found it just by like googling you know obsidian necklace or not yeah searching obsidian necklace in Etsy and there's so much stuff in there you can find something that's the taste that's to your taste um and you can just like it's like a freaking rabbit hole you could find you know, a full set, earrings, rings, jewelry, and every crystal you can possibly think of on Etsy. There's like an amethyst diadem on my favorites list that I will get myself one day, not to wear out of the house, but you know, for rituals and things like that. But yes, Mm -hmm. Etsy is uh, a wonderful place to get magical jewelry. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and all kinds of magical items. Again, we, we talk about metaphysical shops a lot, but, um, they have all kinds of great witchy stuff on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Etsy. It's a good alternative to Amazon. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just so much you can do with it. Um, and I think really, you know, it kind of is manifestation magic. You know, if you want to turn yourself into a powerful, strong you know, CEO, you just dress like that until you become that. Or, um, 
you know, say you're trying to work on being soft or being gentle, you, you know, you dress really girly and soft and, you know, slowly that, you know, imbues your, you become more soft. Um, yeah, I actually, so the shoes that I wear to work every day, I've got a black pair and a brown pair. I wear Oxford heels because they are my work power shoes. They tell me, again, I would love to be a lawyer one day. And so they're business shoes to me. Um, they go clack, clack, clack when I walk down the hall, which is super powerful. Everyone knows that I'm coming. Everyone can hear me coming. Um, and everyone knows that they're my shoes. Like that's, I'm the girl that wears Oxford heels at a job that does not require me to. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I'm, I feel like I'm walking in the shoes that I'm walking in the shoes to walk the steps that I'm meant to take. Mm-hmm. And it's also like, I know you're out as a witch at work, but it's also very much like if you want to be subtle about your witchcraft, no one's going to know that's why you're doing it. They could just be like, oh, she's has good taste in shoes. Cool. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm only out to a few people at work. Okay. But anyway, sorry, you're you're more out than me. I'm currently in the like, I'm just going to have crystals on my desk and don't ask me questions about it. Anyway, there are actually a lot of people at my job who are super into crystals, but I don't think they're witchy. I think they're like new agey, but they're not witchy. Oh, I mean, I've got like another actual witch that's completely out at work and people know that I am friends with her. Mm. And like, we're not people that would probably be friends other than that. And I mean, I brought tarot cards, but a lot of people thought that was part of the costume. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like half in, half out. No one really asks me about it because we are at a job where it's not really appropriate to ask people about their religion. Yeah, that's um, true. <clears throat> which, but I do have, so I've got one coworker who I've recently become a lot closer to and she's planning a wedding ceremony, but she's not getting legally married. And so she referred to it as a hand fasting. And so she's trying to pick a date. And I was like, well, you know, April 30th is always a great day for hand fastings. And she goes, Beltane? <laughs> And I went, yeah, bitch, Beltane. Aww. Yeah. Well, good for her. Also tell her um, Lugasna is good, too. Or Lugnasa. I, I also, yeah, I, I also recommended that one to her. Oh, yeah. I did. That's good. Yay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we got distracted. Um, we do. We always do. We do. But, yeah, so the Glamour Magic is a great way to practice magic at work. Um, or out in public without people necessarily knowing that that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And it's also just like, you know, think about, okay, here's a good example. I don't know if you've seen Shrill, but there's this episode, there's this part in Shrill where the main character sees this really gorgeous, well-dressed woman and it, she's completely awe-inspiring and she grabs her attention. And it's just, when I think of glamour magic, I think of that. I think of like, being, you know, grabbing people's attention and being so awe-inspiring that you kind of just stop them in their tracks and the power that dressing that way has. Yes, she was wearing a red jumpsuit and she went and bought herself flowers. That episode, I know exactly what you're talking about because mm-hmm. when I watched it, I texted, again, our mutual best friend and I said, you have to watch Shrill. There's a character in it that reminds me of you. So, of course, she watches it. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, A.D. Bryant's character is kind of like me. And I was like, no, no, she's not. She's super insecure about her body. She's not like you at all. So then she 
watched the episode with that that character, and I can't think of the actress's name right now. She's a very uh, but famous she's one of our friends model, yeah. Yes, and she's one of our friends' favorite plus size models. And so she's like, oh my gosh, so-and-so's in this. And I said, yes, that's the character that reminds me of you. <laughs> I was like, like, looked amazing. Like, outfit and makeup was super on point. And then I went and bought herself flowers because she's worth it. Mm-hmm. So again, that that's glamour magic. That's that power red jumpsuit. Yep. Yep. And yeah, you, it's just such a personal thing, too. You can do whatever the hell you want with it. Like... If you feel powerful wearing, you know, a super flowy skirt and a peasant blouse, then that's what can make you feel powerful. If you feel powerful in a suit, then that can be how you feel powerful. It's just whatever, whatever gets you to where you need to be. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be a a powerful feeling. So you may have a day where you feel like you need to connect to your spirituality more, Um, and so again, you might wear jewelry or makeup or clothing, depending on, you know, say what reminds you of that spirituality. So say you're really connected to, um, the moon, you might wear, wear moon jewelry. Um, or if you feel really connected to say a certain deity and you need their presence in your life, you might wear colors or jewelry, um, or do your makeup something to connect with that deity. Um, it, it just all depends on what you're wanting in your life. You can use glamour magic to invoke that into your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I like it. I think it's, I've said this three times, but I think it's a really good starting point for beginner witches, especially because, you know, you don't need to go out and buy candles and herbs and an athame. You can just use your makeup that you already have. You can use your clothing you already have. Um, You can use it to help you shop in the future. That's actually something I hadn't thought about. Like you can go out specifically going, I want to buy something that um, is infused with the magic of the high priestess. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's something that you can do from the get-go and you don't need a whole lot of tools for. Yes. And again, when we talk about being in the broom closet, um, if you're in a shared living space even, and you don't have a place for an altar, um, you could make a, a makeup, you know, counter or, you know, a vanity kind of a, a glamor altar. Um, and you can, I'm thinking of like a dorm room maybe where you're sharing about sharing a, a room with someone. Um, you can practice all that magic without anyone, without your roommate knowing that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I was very lucky in college. My roommate was also a witch. Um, she and I decided to start a podcast together. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we never shared an actual physical bedroom together, but. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Well, I, that's about all I have to say about glamour magic. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, I think we covered a lot. I know we jumped around a lot, but it was um, just kind of a, a subject that we both felt really passionate about. And we really wanted to speak to you from the heart, not necessarily. A lot of times we have like talking points or we have an order in which we want to discuss things. But this was really just something that we wanted to to tell you all about mm-hmm. um, from the heart. Yep, Exactly. Yeah, well, 
you know, we are also beginner witches. So if there's anything that um, offended you or you want to ask us, um, feel free to reach out to us. You know, we're always learning. Um, and if there's anything you need to correct us on as well, just feel free to reach out. Um, you can email us at babywitchpod at gmail.com. And you can also find us at babywitchpod on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. All right. Well, we will talk to you in two weeks on the next Magical Monday. Bye.